Hey people, a warning before we get started. The game got a bit intense this week and features themes of abuse and gaslighting. If that is something you are uncomfortable with, go ahead and skip this episode. Thank you. My name is Aram, my pronouns are he, him, and welcome to God's Fall. My name is Joe, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Lord Haldir Loran, the newly arisen god of war. When we last left Haldir, he was on the run from several demigods in the employ of his older ex-patron self. After killing Bang Bang, the Kenku demigod of guns, he turned his sights and his newly acquired arsenal on Kodak Light Painter. Luring the affable gnome into an alley, Haldir bullied Kodak into participating in his own ritual execution, as the Lord of Ryland successfully absorbed his divine energy. The god of war was now also the god of cameras. You are in this alley. You have literally just pulled out your pistol, fired one shot directly into Kodak's forehead, dropped to the ground, you stole his powers, he's still bleeding out, and you're just there. Right, all right. So, um, what time? what's the time? It's, it's like real early in the morning by the time you got there. So I'm guessing it's like 3 a.m. Like you've been yeah. going all night and have not so stopped. It's still dark. Um, all right. Well, I mean, first things first, like cameras. I want to be able to, I want to, I want to use this newfound power, you know, give me what how, I want to, you know, find out what the range is on this. So I want to be able to sense as many cameras as I can without really needing to concentrate just, just to get a good, you know, sense of, of how long, like who's around me, what's going on. So you, uh, you were told there were no cameras in this alley and Caitlin was right. There are no cameras immediately in this alley. So you know that you're not being seen and this act wasn't seen. So that's a bonus. You do sense one camera inside the diner, like just kind of behind where the, where the register is looking towards the door and out like a standard security camera. And right. then there's a couple other cameras around you. You're not exactly sure of their location because they're further out, but they're there. It's just kind of fuzzy. And then you know there's a whole network further beyond, but you'd have to like really kind of like go towards a certain one or maybe even have touched a camera before you can really interact with it. Oh, interesting. So, so like as you're holding your phone, there's a camera in that. Right, and even right. though like a like a, like it's a little black and white thing, you know it's there, and you've instantly like ping, and now no matter where this camera is, you'd be able to figure it out. Like you know that you could leave this phone in a room, leave, and as long as you were within a certain range, but not right next to it, right? Let, let's say a, let's say for right now a thousand feet, you could see through that camera. You can't hear, but well, you can uh, see. He have a. He doesn't have a phone, right? Like you've had a phone. You've had a phone the entire time. How dear has? Yeah, remember you've been talking to a Caitlin and going back and forth with her and interacting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but they, those don't have. Oh, it's like a razor, right? Didn't you say it was like a razor? So I guess it does have like a little. It's a shitty camera, right? Yeah. It's not great, but yeah, totally. Okay. All right, and also we have the literal camera there that's been set up. Right, you also have this video camera. Also, uh, Kodak has a uh, normal camera. Well, it's now. A little blood soaked, but there's a normal camera struck, you know, around his neck. But yeah, those are all there. Okay, all right. So, um, the camera that's that I can sense that's inside the shop. Can I turn that off? Yeah, absolutely. And it's and, and it's it's easy. You're not in combat. It's just a free action. I mean, it's it's just a bonus action. So, and it's off. At least it's 
not recording now, right? So you don't right. so much turn it off as suppress it. And then when you leave the area or, or you lose concentration, it'll turn back on. So can I, um, I want to turn it back on. Okay. And I don't know if this is possible. Um, I want to try and um, like distort the image. I want to try to try to make it show something that's not currently real. Okay. You know, what I do you try, want it to show? I want it to show the little dude walking back into the, back into the restaurant. I would like you to roll your divinity. All right, I rolled a six, so it's a 12 total. You're able to touch the camera and you're able to interface with it and you can show up. Like it does what you want it to do and you're even able to back up the time a little bit, but it's fuzzy, it's grainy and staticky and it's not quite right. And then it jerks back into its normal time, but it worked. Interesting. Look around the alley. Uh, are there any dumpsters, trash cans? Absolutely. You know, things around. Plenty so, big enough for a tiny little gnome body. All right. So I'm going to go up and search this gnome. Um, I, want, I want to know what he has on him. So on him is a still like a like a like a DSLR digital camera. A couple folders with a ton of photos in them. Keys, a wallet, a phone, like an old beat up Nokia. All right, I'm gonna take all that shit with me. Done. Uh, and then I'm gonna dump him, just dump him into a trash can and like put the lid on. I'm considering whether or not I wanna light the trash can on fire. <laughs> well, there's no cameras. There's no cameras around and like trash can fires back in, you know, the eighties or whenever this is. New Half York of New York City was lit by trash can fires. Sure, absolutely. That's, right. that's, that's what I'm imagining at least. And what, I mean, do I have any magic that could do that? I guess there is fire. Oh yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't really use your spells that much. So let's just take a look at those, Hall. There, uh, let me see. Blade Ward, Eldritch Blast, Green Flame Blade, Light Eldritch Blast will definitely light that shit on fire. It'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> it'll just catch fire, hundred percent. We've got Hold Person, Dominate Beast, Thunder Step, Unseen Servant. How fucking Hall dear is that? Yeah. Summon a servant that cannot be seen just does things for you. I totally forgot that I had that. I need to start remembering. You got spells, man. You got a whole bunch of spells. In fact, you just got access to fourth level spells. Oh yeah. Okay, so um, I think that might be a little bit much. Let's, no, I think it's, I think it's too much. I'm gonna leave him there. Um, in fact, what I wanna do is, uh, so the, the camera that, I, that was recording the, um, you know the murder. It, does, is it is it a, is that a physical tape? No, it's a it's so it, it's like a normal little handy cam with a digital drive. So does it have does it have a um, like a uh, a memory card or is it just literally the? Like, it's the literally a like a like a hard drive within it. So it's it's got like two hundred gigs of like available space and that's it. Yeah. And I'm I'm assuming. Do I know how this thing works now? Oh, instantly. As soon as you pick it up, you you know every functionality with that camera. You know exactly how to use it. Even though how much batteries it has left. Um, can I, uh, um, can I like rewind? I, I want to like open up the, the thing and I want to see what else has been recorded on that. Oh, okay. Excellent. So a lot of it is just like, you know, he goes and he feeds the ducks down by the bay and he'll sit there <laughs> and there's like, like, you know, he really likes to go at night. Right. Where they're like, you know, just before the sun sets. And it turns out that some ducks are, ducks are nocturnal. He's got names 
for all of them, right? There's some shots of inside his apartment where he's building shelves and putting up some curtains. And he's also like, you know, really trying to cut back on fats and salts and, you know, have a little bit of a healthier outlook. He's got a bit of a pouch and, you know, even though he walks around a lot and has a pretty actively physical life, he just doesn't feel like he's taking care of himself as much as he should. And, you know, he thinks that if, if you're going to have a positive outlook, then you really do have to start to love yourself, you know? So it's like a little vlog, like, like he'll always turn and like find a mirror and film the mirror and talk directly to the camera. It's a lot of that. Mail systems. That works. Like we had a, we had, there were mail systems back in the day, right? Where Hal Deer came from. So I, I there's always been some sort of mail. If it was just people um, bringing wax sealed envelopes to each other, that's mail, you know? <laughs> Yeah, right. So I want to take that camera, everything else he's got on him, because he's got that DSLR, but it's not like it, it's got... And he's got a little satchel, too, because you can just toss everything in that, in that bag, because you are right. not one to carry a bag. You don't carry things. <laughs> you have, like, yeah, you have oh, like, right, yeah. a, like, like, a very small purse that carries your gold and shit, <laughs> and then yeah. your trinkets, and then weapons you summon, and literally nothing else. You just don't care. I'm kind of a minimalist in that way, you know? Like, does it bring joy? If you no, need things, people hand them to you. There's a, you, you had two boats that would just be ready for you. All the time. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to go find a, a place to mail um, something. Okay, sure. And, and there's a few things I need. So, so what I want to do is walk out into the street um, and I want to find, ah, fuck, it's like three. A 24-hour post office? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's nothing, nothing's going to be open. It's um, a, you know what? I'd like you to roll. A luck die. So roll a d20 and call high or low. Um, I'm going to call high. I believe in myself. Oh, that's a nine. Oh, <laughs> all right. So you go out and you look and right across from you is a 24-hour like UPS, right? Or like KPS, like, like you know, Qadarian Express, whatever, right? Oh, right, right shit. Yeah, yeah. So you run across the road and you walk up to the front door and you put your hand on it and doom, doom, it's locked, right? And you look up and taped in the window is a sign that says, be right back 45 minutes. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. All right. So I know the building that Haldir, that like Big Daddy Haldir lives in, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, it's incredibly clear. There is this giant tower, okay? Literally a golden tower. It is square. It tapers towards the top, but remains flat so that the, the top of the building is like, you know, the same width but very, very narrow as it gets high. And there's a huge circle cutout in the middle of it. And above that circle cutout, the entire top floor encased in glass from edge to edge is just Haldir's office. So what I want to do is I want to, um, I know this is a little dicey. I want to, how, how far away is it? The, uh, the office? If you yeah. jumped in a cab, you could be there in 20 minutes. I want to jump in a cab, hail a cab, um, but here's what, here's what else I really want to try. So first, what I want to do is I want to walk down the street a few blocks. I want to walk in front of some places that I know have cameras. So if there's a bank around, you know, whatever's around. Um, and I want to try and change my appearance in the cameras as I go. Interesting. So um, well, I want to make myself look like, um, not necessarily the little gnome, but just like an unassuming, I don't want to change myself too much because in theory it should be a little easier, right? To, to leave myself an elf, maybe one of like the wood elves, the wood, nah, what elf trash. Uh, uh, no, there's high elves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what I want to there's so so yeah, just like a high elf in. What am I wearing right now, by the way? 
you have the jacket on, basically a big old brown leather jacket from your orc friend, from your orc yes. cabbie friend, over your normal clothes. No, so over I, that black suit. So you have so a modern black like suit with your thing over it. In fact, unfortunately, you left your signature fur thing in your hotel room. So you left your Haldir clothes in your hotel room, sadly. Desperate times, I guess. Desperate times. That's a tragedy. We're gonna have to get uh, your art done again. <laughs> so I, what I, what I want to do is I want to what I want to I want to instead of you know I want the cameras to show me not in my big ass brown dirty orc jacket, but um, in you know in 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 decent you know regular high elf modern clothing, and you know change my face to be some some elf that I've known in the past. Sure. You know that. No, not somebody I knew because then Big Daddy Hall you would know them. Um, somebody that I've seen on the street, I guess. Just somebody generally that I've seen walking around. So it's just one of these high elves you've seen, right? Yeah. How about uh, the woman with the dog? Perfect. Yep. Just make me her. Whole thing. Whole outfit. No dog. But the whole outfit. That's what I'm looking. That's, that's what I'm looking for. I would so, like you to roll your divinity. That's a uh, one. It's plus six, which is gives me a seven. God damn it! All my plans. Such a good plan too. You'll get there. Like this is <laughs> this is your first fumbling through. These are yeah. things you're gonna be able to do, but this is your first fumbling time with them, right? And I'm just I'm just trying it out. Yeah. So you reach out, and you're trying to change your view in this camera, right? And you're just trying and like you're fumbling with it, and you just can't seem to get it. Like you're looking at the monitor, and it's just the same. It's the same. It glitches out for a moment, and then it pops back up and it says uploading and there's an image of you there's an image of me personally that's being uploaded yeah the image you were trying to cover over is now being uploaded somewhere oh fuck <laughs> what have i done <laughs> what have you done um, okay uh that is not ideal so um what i want to do is um all right, then let's get out of view for the cameras for a while. I want to jump. I'm going to grab a cabbie and I'm going to head over because we're going to give that a try again. At this point, how much worse could it be if I've already uploaded exactly what I look like? What could happen? What else could happen? Right. right. So, so where are you heading in the cab? I'm going to head to to, to Big Daddy Holder's office. Big Daddy Holder's office. Okay, so you got to go through the park and then around. All right, excellent. So you hail a cab, takes you a couple minutes. They pick you up. So where are you going? Do, is there a name on the building? Like... I did name the building. Thank you for bringing that up. It is called the Sunspire. The Sunspire. Oh, all right. You got a meeting? And he just like, you know, starts his little lever. He doesn't care that it's three in the morning. He's like, you got a meeting at the Sunspire at three in the morning? Good for you, buddy. You're going to the Sunspire at three in the morning. Obviously, something's going down. So he's like, he just heard you over. You know, normally you'd call an Uber, but like, whatever, <laughs> you know? So they're hurrying you over. You're driving for a couple minutes. It's quiet. The park is passing you by on the right. And the moon is kind of glinting off the water in the harbor. And your phone vibrates. And then, because you have a text message. Um, so I flip open the phone. And it says, I saw what you did. Is there a, is there a number associated? No. I mean, that's disappointing because what I was trying to do was like in a really dramatic fashion, send the camera up to Big Daddy Haldir so he would literally be able to view this this guy's, you know, really kind of idyllic, extremely cute, 
just like outrageously adorable and and you know really affable lifestyle and then just cut to a dark alley when he gets shot in the head that's that's what i was hoping you're basically trying to threaten them i mean i don't know if it's a threat but it's more like uh i know that you're like i know that you're watching it's kind of a threat I don't care who you send a tape of shooting someone in the head to. That is a threat. So, yeah, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> All right. Well, as you're thinking about this, you got this text. I saw what you did. Okay. I don't know who that is. Um, I don't know how they saw what I did. Um, I guess we know that. So, the, I mean, there's no camera. There was no cameras in the alleyway. Uh, well, there were two cameras in the alleyway. In the alleyway where I shot the guy? Oh, my cameras. Well, technically three cameras in that way, but two cameras DSLR, that were the video. Phone, and then the, the phone and the handy camera, the main the ones. The, yeah. DS, the DSLR is an older one, can't do video yet. But they're not connected to the system. Like these all operate, you know, separately from from the circuits. So The I don't cell think phone's connected to the system. I mean, it's connected to the... Equivalent of, you know, phone networks, right? It basically just taps into the divine network. So in these worlds, Human beings generate belief, and that belief turns into divine energy that the gods then use to use their powers. So instead of like there being broadband in the air, all this magic and all this divinity overlaps to form a weave. The reason the phone can charge on its own because it taps into the weave. The reason it can transmit images and photography and voice is because it taps into the divine weave. So some somebody can tap into the divine weave and can see me through my phone in the same way. Well, because I guess when I was in the hotel, I tapped into the to the system, and I I my understanding of what happened there is it was just the wires. It wasn't the full weave. It was just you know. Oh no, you touched the weave. Oh, you I went, touched the weave. I, that's I, I why Haldir was able to see you. Because you. That's why Daddy Haldir was able to see you. Because you basically were like, I'm here. I am right here. I signed on to the network. How did he see it? I mean, but like the phone's like, the phone was probably in my pocket. like, And also closed. It's a flip phone. And it's not trans. Like the phone, I guess, transmits and I get that. But the other cameras, I mean, I guess they're electric, but they don't transmit. So how did it happen? And who was it? And that's the second question. Is it is this because like this doesn't seem like Haldir's, um, like Big Daddy Haldir's way of doing things is like vague cryptic texts, you know? Like I know what you did last. Summer. <laughs> no, he's very much very much that vibe. And it's just not that's not that's not Haldir's way of doing things. Yeah, you know? he's not. It's not if, your way of doing things. That's right, and, and that's exactly right. This whole night of of kind of you know flying under the radar and being very you know surreptitious has been really out of Haldir's comfort zone. And so, um, you know, with somebody with somebody with all of the resources that, you know, big daddy god Haldir has, uh, he wouldn't need to be doing this. So this is probably another demigod. Big Haldir doesn't know. So, I mean, like, and what can I do with this? I, I guess what I can do is try and track this in the same way that I tracked... Because the, because the phone's connected, so... Um, how, how long, how, how long in the drive until we reach the... About 15 park? minutes as you're passing right. through the park. Um, so what I want to do is try and concentrate on the phone and see if I can track back the message in the same way, you know, that I track the, uh, I mean, it's a little, a little risky to tap into this, this web again, but like, you know what? Fuck it. 
you tap into the network and you feel this tingle of divine energy because it all runs on divine energy and you feel something familiar and then you're startled out of your meditation because the phone vibrates again and dings and there's a picture that's been sent to you from the same person and it's an image of the loss and it says meet me here now How close am I to the loss? It's you're literally about to pass it. It's right in the park. So, like, how, what's the, what's the distance? Am, am I within two hundred feet? I guess is my question. Oh yeah, totally. Let's say that you're just you. You're, there's a uh, so where the loss is as it extends over the water. There is a plaza in front of it, and there are these series of like rectangular, glowing glass blocks that have in, have have information about who's been lost. And there's all these memorial benches, and the road kind of passes right by it along the lake. So that's what you're passing right now. Oh, At three a.m., it's pretty empty. In fact, at 3 a.m., there's no one there. So, well, that's the question. So, as, as we pass by, um, I, I want to see if I can, like, I, I don't know, you know, if I'm the god of the cameras, how is that working in my head? Is it I can know what each one is seeing simultaneously, or do I have to flip through it like they're, they're a bunch of screens? You're, 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 you're aware they're all there. You can only see one at a time. When you see them, you're looking through them. So, you're no longer seeing through your own eyes, and you're looking through that camera so it's it's not something like like you could run and do it at the same time right yeah. and yeah. but you can flip through them pretty easily and even as you're just riding you can just sit there for a moment and you can just like flip 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 and you're going through all the all the many security cameras around this area and there is no one there and there's another image and it's of one of these glowing blocks of light the glowing blocks of light remind me what those are. So those are basically information kiosks, right? Like people can walk up and like get information oh, okay. about who's about who's passed and what's happened, and they see like a big dramatic thing about what's been going on, that kind of stuff. I really had this thing planned for Big Daddy all dear. I was really looking forward to this. It was going to be very dramatic, and it was going to be a really good effect. Still could be. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Stop. Stop the car. All right. Stop the car. Go. Oh, okay, boss. Pulls over. There you go. Um, wait here, and I want to give him. I want to give him, you know, a little something. Sure. To wait, like yeah. a little, like a like normally it'd be or... like a couple silver, but if you like slip him a gold or two, he'll be perfectly happy to wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give him like a gold. Done and uh, done. And then what I want to try and do is when I walk out, you know, to to that kiosk area, I want to try and change what I look like in the cameras again. Sure. What do you want? So at I'd say at this at at this point you've kind of got it down. So what do you want to look like? I want to look like that same woman. Yeah, easily. So as you're- Oh, like, no, you know what? No, I want to look like a weird vagrant that would be out at night. Um, that makes sense. Like a, um, the orc. Yeah, okay. The guy you got, the, got jacket the jacket off of. You know? Perfect. So you like, you you kind of check yourself in a, in a camera as you're doing this and you see yourself turn into this hulking orc figure as you're walking into the plaza. Um, okay, so I, I want to approach um, one of the light kiosks. You approach the nearest one, because that's when it looked like it was in the image. It dims, and then it brightens again, and standing inside it as a digital projection is Caitlin. Oh, 
She's not happy with me, is she? Nope. She does not look happy at all. Okay, so it's it's not a demigod. It's 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 Caitlin, which is way scarier, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> know much, why I don't know why is, you that, thought you were off the hook for a second there, Joe. That is much worse. In my mind, Caitlin just like goes along with everything everything that I say and do. She's not, you know, an independent, you know, person with with like feelings and emotions. She was on board. She's the one who found you. She's the one who brought you into the group. She's the one who told everyone else you were a good guy. Whoops. <laughs> Probably should have thought that one through. Um, Caitlin, what do you need? And a screen pops up and it's from the video camera's perspective. And it just shows you, zooms in, zooms in. Fades out into static, and she assembles from the bottom again, from these digital ashes. And she leans in. I have a problem. I don't know if you're who I think you are. Like, I mean, you you gotta crack a few eggs to, to make an omelet. Like, I don't want to say that, but that's you know, that's the idea. I think. And and this, so so Hal Deer sees nothing wrong with this, right? Um, and so in his mind, he's like, I know what you did, and he's like, okay, these are my enemies again that are like threatening me. Like the fact that somebody would have some sort of moral compulsion against this is is just silly. Sure, fair you enough. Know? He like clearly she doesn't under, she 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 doesn't like it, but in his head, he's like, you're you're a child, like you don't understand, you don't understand what what this is what this is like like much must be lost and, and risked and, and and sacrificed in war. So that, I guess that's what I say is, is Caitlin, like much must be risked and lost and sacrificed and done in war. She starts pulling up all of his little home videos, all the little times he's talking a mirror to him, to himself, all the times he's out in his garden, fixing it all the times he walks his neighbor's dog that he loves so very much because she's elderly and just can't get out of the house that much anymore. And then those all fade. And she rises again, and the color of the glass has shifted from blue to red. And she looks at you. That's not what we do, Paul dear. That's not how we're going to win. Because then we'll just be the thing we're fighting. And I'm not going to replace one monster with another. Do I know about... Um I know about chaos going to destroy the world, right? Yes, you do. Caitlin, the life of one person can't be compared to the life of the entire world, of, of the life of every living human being on the planet. And what if you just take her power? I mean, like, how would I even do that? Like, do you know how I would do that? Like, you know, how would I do it? Can you explain to me, please, how I would do that? Like, I mean, I'm just, I don't want to say that. You already seem, yeah, because he's like, you already seem to have figured it out, you know? <laughs> like, I figured it out with him. Twice you uh, figured it out. Twice you've done this. I mean, like, she doesn't understand, right? It's not, because like, what would Haldir's motivation be to, to, be, to destroy the world? Like, that's no... It's not... To rule the not, world, whatever. If you have that chaos. much power, you can do whatever you want. And that's what frightens her about you because there's darkness in you. At least she's seen it. At least that's what I mean, she thinks. I'm trying to remember, and I can't think of any atrocities that the main parties committed. Correct. Which is really disappointing. They've been pretty good. My other party, I've done some bad 
has done some bad things. Most of the groups I do do bad things. They have not done anything really bad. I mean, they shouldn't have summoned that dragon turtle and caused all that chaos in on me, but they didn't mean to. That was kind of accidental. They didn't know what their powers were doing, right? So they've done some bad things that have gotten people hurt, but it's never been intentional. And they've certainly done more good than bad. And they've never done anything intentionally bad. Nothing like you've done, certainly. And this is, this is really problematic because number one, we don't have the, the, the time to discuss like the philosophical nuances between, you know, good and bad and the gray areas, right? So it's, and also Caitlin wouldn't give a fuck like she knows what's good and bad. All she sees is this is this man's home videos, and now she views him as a person. And you know, for her, you because know, maybe, he is a person, Joe. He is a person. Yeah, right. But he views it. But like you know, there's a reason they condition soldiers and marines in the way that they do. Right? They show they show when marines are being trained, they show them like beheading videos, and and they do their best to dehumanize the enemy. Right? Because and that's the only way that people can function. When, when war happens because, you know, it's fucked up and horrible. But she's a 14-year-old, uh, Joe. But she's a 14-year-old and there's no time. Who's been through a lot of trauma. You weren't there for it, but boy, has she been through some bad things and she doesn't like it when strong people hurt weak people. I mean, she would have rather than what? Try and befriend this person? Like, let's be friends, ha, ha, ha. That's what I did with you. I need an assurance from you that I won't kill anybody? No, we have to hurt people sometimes. I understand that. We're very important and we're doing very dangerous things, but never like this, never an execution, oh dear. And I need to see your dreams. What do my dreams have to do with it? Everything, because they'll tell me who you are. No more secrets. Uh, well, you know, know, she know she knows how to get me. So back. you assume, <laughs> and she's been working on it, right? And you don't know how to get home without her. So there is that. Okay. All right. And she puts a hand up to this glass on the opposite side of it. And it kind of glows around the edge of her palm. And now she's shifted wait, back into blue. I want to be there with you in the dreams. Because here's what I'm thinking. I'm afraid this is going to just fuck me forever. And I'm getting way too ambitious. But she's the god of dreams. So if I can kill her in a dream that she's controlling, like maybe I get whatever power she has, then fuck her. I mean, if you're going to kill the god of dreams, you probably have to do it in a dream. That's a pretty safe... That's that's Safe right. Bet. And like, if, if that's, that's the idea, but you know, if, if in fact dreams are just this weird esoteric, like, you know, hopes and visions that I don't really have any control of. And I don't walk through like humans do. She can transport you into that place. You can be in the dreams with her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you were going to say, but, but what? Uh, what was I going to say, but to, and I don't remember what it I was. Remember. I was talking about killing Caitlin in a dream. Oh yeah, no, you can totally do it. But it's like, you know, it's like killing Freddy Krueger in your dreams. Good fucking luck. Doesn't he die in the movie? Doesn't he dies in the movie happens? every time, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> every yeah. time. All right. She has to see my dreams. Um, all right. But like Caitlin, can this, like, can this wait? No, no, but no time will pass. But no time will so it doesn't pass. matter. So it doesn't matter. I shouldn't have stopped. They really shouldn't have stopped. Have stopped. I, get. I shouldn't have stopped. And she puts her hand up to the a glass on yeah, her side right, of it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want to like take me there with you. I want to be there with you. 
We'll go there together. We'll go there together. All right. Um, all right. Let's do it. So you, you put your hand up as well? I put my hand up as well. And I just want to let you know what I'm thinking. Sure. Um, as we go into this. So I'm thinking I have the power to manipulate cameras and what cameras see. Um, and I don't know, like, and, and, you know, they operate on this, like, on this web. And I don't know how well that mimics brain electricity and, and neurons and whatnot. But I'm like hoping that I can do something that adjusts in the same way that I can change cameras. Like maybe I've learned something from that or there's some way for me to adjust what, what images she sees. In, in your head. So, so you want to kind of fight her a bit. You are, you, you're trying to edit the narrative just a tad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, so, so as we go into it, what, every t- whatever she's trying to see, I want it to, I, obviously you're not, not, I don't want to change whole scenes. That's like way too risky. I want things to have the best, the most positive spin. And I want, what I want is for her to see my motivations, not necessarily the actions change, but my motivations be pure, you know? So like when I, if I kill somebody, she knows that I truly believe I'm doing it for the good of humanity. And because, you know, I think that it's, it's, it's a, it's a necessary evil. And that, you know, even though, our actions are different. Our goals are the same, and and the way that we go about things. So that that's kind of what I, I want to try and do as we go as we go into this. Good plan. <laughs> I, I can tell by your voice. There's no chance that. Works. <laughs> okay, so you put your hand up, and there's this flash of light. The whole column just erupts into into light, and you close your eyes and take your hand away. And as you take your hand away, there are ten gold coins in your palm. And as your eyes come back, you're looking down at your hand that now has 10 gold coins in it. And as you look up, you're in an alleyway underneath some bridge. And you're across from you, talking to a couple people, giving them some money, and then taking off your coat as you size you up. And you remember this place really well, because this is where you paid to beat the shit out of that guy that one time. And you're that guy. Oh, I'm that guy. You're in his perspective anyway. Looking at yourself, getting ready to beat the shit out of you. Uh, Miss Caitlin there, like, is she is she around? As you think that, other Haldir looks at you, cracks his knuckles, and says in Caitlin's voice, What about this, Haldir? Cracks her shoulders and starts walking over to you as if she means business. The reality here is, like, it's time to, it's time to get... Um, I I guess mushy like I, like it, it's like Caitlin. This is this is a a part of me. This is a is a dark part of me that I I have not I have not been able to conquer. When I when I was a child, I was horribly abused by my brother. She she should be able to see all my memories, so she knows that I was. Like, abused by him. And, and she just know. cracks you one. So she walks over and cracks you across the face. And as she does, you switch into another dream where you are small and your brother is beating you. And she hits you again. And it switches to another scene where your grandmother has you holding these books for hours as your arms atrophy. And she cracks you across the back. And she hits you again. And you're back in the alley. And you, her has you by the throat with your face against a wall. That might be true. That might be true. But how do I know, how do I know you weren't always dark? You weren't always 
What if you're just like them? Just like them. Just like my family? No. So, like Caitlin, nobody is born dark. Like, and also, I do the best that I can, you know, to overcome what my family made me. And this is a part of me that I'm, I try to do better. And I haven't succeeded yet, and I'm confident that I will. But this is something that I come to terms with. I won't make excuses for it beyond that, but this is just part of who I am. And she releases your neck and then fucking drives a fist into your gut, doubling you over, throws you over onto your back, and you kind of roll and slam into something rocky and hard, and you're no longer in an alley. You're now in Ryland. The ground beneath you is rumbling as the volcano explodes above and lava begins to drip down towards you. Your legs are broken, you're heavily damaged, and you're just looking over yourself as you stand over you, place a foot on your neck and hold you down as the lava inches towards you. This is how angry you are. That, Caitlin, is how angry I was. I was who my brother and my grandmother, my family made me. I haven't held somebody, I, I haven't drowned anybody in lava since. <laughs> like, I've- It was that one time. It was the one time, you know? Like, my vices now involve paying well for some release. I've improved and I'm going to continue improving. You can't expect perfection from somebody who's been, I feel like none of this is actually something like, I'm struggling because like, I feel like, I don't know how to say this in, in Haldir's character voice. Sure, totally. You know? But this is like, this is what, you know, I wish that I had a way to say. I'm not He's smart today. enough that he could slip into this. Yeah. Played so, different people before. This would not surprise me at all. So progress rather than perfection, I think is, 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 is that's, that's what humanity is. No, nobody, nobody conquers their, their vices and the darkness inside of them in a day. Nobody does it in a year. It takes lifetimes, and I've made progress, um, and it's not perfect. We're gonna have to make more, and the lava's getting really close now, and you can just feel the heat as, like, fibers on your clothes are melting and searing into your flesh, and your hair is starting to, like, you know, just, like, melt against your head, and part of it touches you and just, like, eats into your arm instantly, and she just holds you there as you become consumed by this lava. We got a lot of work to do. We're gonna have to spend a lot of time in here fixing you. For a moment, there's just pain and darkness and roaring in your, in your ears and you gasp as you sit upright and you're at the top of a tower looking out over a vast wasteland and Caitlin's just standing there with her hands clasped behind her back looking out as well. So what's the plan? You're going to torture me until I'm better? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I hope and not. how is that any better than who I am? You want to talk about the things that I've done? You just held me down in lava until I died. I felt every single second of that. You think that there's no black and white? Look at yourself. You're still alive. You're still alive. And she gives you a hand and offers to help you up off the floor. So it's, it's, what, it's life and death for her? Like, that's, that's, that's what it is. Black and white is like, torture's fine. That's okay. We can leave you, you know, we can burn off every, you know, every uh, cell in your body. 
Just as long as you don't die. Is that it? Hold your, I don't want to do this. I'm just following the pain. I'm sorry, did you not? All right. So what's the plan here, Caitlin? She offers you a hand. Do you want to get up off the floor? Sure. All right. She pulls you up. Surprisingly strong for little Caitlin, frankly, as she yanks you onto your feet and walks you to the edge and she just shows you the vast wasteland. This is clearly the void. You're clearly at the top of the union right now. It's the only place you could possibly be. And this, and the world storm roars just behind you. Like it, it should be eating the union. The, the union has been encompassed by the world storm, but for right now, it's just being held behind it as purple and pink energy crackles like there's an invisible wall just keeping it back. So it's like being in an aquarium and seeing a hurricane beat against the glass wall. It's kind of scary. <laughs> and she just gestures to it and she's like, we have to fight this and do something with the power. How do I know you won't take it? And even as she says it, and even though it's a dream, it's bigger and brighter and sweeter and just creates more envy than anything you've ever experienced in your entire life. You can see any possibility in this wall, in this field of energy, as you stare into it, you can see yourself as king of the world. You can see yourself as traveling to other worlds other realities. You can see yourself connecting to every single Haldir that has ever existed, just like your patron planned to, and creating domain over all of those realities as well. So, like, you, all, 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 all she has, all you have is my word. Like, what else can I give you? Well, well you've done, you've done better and I appreciate that. And I know this is hard, but I'm gonna have to keep checking in with you and you're gonna have to be honest with us. But if you do that, I will tell the others that you had no choice. Deal. All right, then she reaches out, all right? And she morphs back into Caitlin. And she just kind of stands. Now you're back in that like endless black, right? That you guys are usually in. I don't want to be disappointed, Haldir. And I think there is good in you. When you were with Para, I could see it. But this is not going to end well for you if you don't try to change. So I, I've learned a few things from this. I've learned, number one, she can't read my thoughts when she's in my dreams, which is really handy. Um, well, all, all she can do is see, and, and like she's a child, so, you know, it hasn't been really all that difficult for me to try and frame things. Because the truth is, how dear is, I don't know, how old am I, 90s or something? Like you are like 128. Like, like I've, I've come to terms with who my family is. Like, Like, yeah, I murdered my brother. Like, yeah, like, you know, people were mean to me when I was a kid. But as far as I'm concerned, it's like, get the fuck over it. Like, I've moved on. It's not a big deal, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, so, so the, you know, I, and it was not at all hard for me to, like, lie to her in that way to make myself the victim. And so that's, that's something else, like, you know, taking advantage of her naivety is really, you know, 
well, not a hard, not a little hard. I, 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 and it's also something that I'm not going to be able to do with the others, but, um, like if she's yeah, right. got your back, they'll believe her. That's right. And so that, and that, in that way, it's really, really important for me not to, um, I mean, because the, the other, the, instead of being vulnerable, the other option was just to bully her and be like, you have no other choice. What else do you fucking need me? Like, if I don't come back, you guys are fucked. Um, like, yeah, maybe I'll take the power, but like, maybe I won't. And right now you have the option between maybe, and maybe dying and definitely dying. What are you going to choose? How do you think that's going to work with Caitlin? Yeah, I don't think it'll work well. Um, so maybe the others, maybe even Zion, you could believe. Maybe even Doro, but not Caitlyn. Not Caitlyn. Mm -mm. No. Nope. Parry, so, easy. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, I had oh, a hard yeah. life too. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So, so that's all right. So now I have a better sense of who Caitlyn is and where we stand. All right. Yeah. Um. So she's she wants me to try. Yeah. Like, Caitlyn, like. I've, I've already sold you. I, I, I am trying. And I hope that you'll be able to continue to see my progress as I have already seen, uh, as you have seen, as you know, I continue to try. I hope so too. And she puts up her hand just like she did before. And I'll, I'll do the same. I'm assuming she's sending me back, or at least I'm hoping she's sending me back. So. As your hands touch, out of the blackness, out of the utter blackness, reality builds in between your palms and then shoots out to either side and just spreads until you're just standing there again in front of this glass kiosk, just like you were before. Very cool. Now, where was I? Oh, right. I was going to go send a video of an execution to uh, Big Daddy Haldir. So um, let's go do that. Could do it from right here. She can help you. Can she trans? Can she transmit? Oh, I can do that. Well, it's kind of like I carry it, right? It's like I put it in a basket and I carry it to where it's gonna be. I, I don't like. I'm shocked that she's on board to do this. First of all, but like, if she's on board, like, yeah, Caitlin. She's sure. not on board with him. She's been against that the whole time, and she also, frankly, just a little, you know, aside, she knows it's you. And she knows that this is a possible way for you to go. So she's willing to, so if she can fight that, she thinks she's fighting you becoming dark. That's a good point. So yeah, so I'm going to, yeah, like I want, can you, if you can send the video that's, that's currently in this, send it over to that tower, get it to Haldir's um, computer. Sure. And you, you, you know, you see the video kind of fast forwarding. She makes a couple of cuts. It gets packaged and then like saved into a file. And then it just flickers for a moment. The light goes back to just straight blue and the kiosk seems to return to its natural state. And there's a little beep in your phone. There's a text that just says, all done. All right. Well, that was my plan for the night. Um, so um, do I need to rest? Like, you are pretty tired. You haven't meditated yet, and you are a little tired. I want to get back to so that place that I was originally that you know that I bounced. It was the like the underground place where they were going to fix me up, but also had all the cameras. And when I panicked, when I realized that you know cameras are on the system, um, I want to go back. I want to go back there. So uh, I know I know where the, I now I know at least where it is. So I'm going to go back to the cabbie and give him instructions to go back to that that spot. 
As you're walking through this little, this kind of memorial sculpture garden slash park on your way back to the cab, who's still waiting there? Because literally, again, no time has passed, right? It's like you walked into the park, walked up to a thing, touched it, then immediately turned around and came back out. That's what he's witnessed. As you're walking in your head, you hear this low guttural growl. There you are. I've been looking for you. Thank you for joining us for the second to last episode of God's Fall Season 5. We have been testing equipment for online games and plan to start recording Season 6 soon with the full cast. If you want to help us get those episodes out faster, head on over to patreon.com Vardian. And we'll see you next time in the world of the Five Kingdoms.